0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as
1: the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that while Jeremiah was imprisoned by Zedekiah, the Lord told him his cousin would sell him a field. Jeremiah buys it and prays for understanding. We hope you join us as Pastor Darrell continues in Jeremiah chapter 32 on Simply the Bible.
0: How do you know the voice of God? It isn't always easy to tell. Sometimes we think we're hearing from the Lord, but then how can we be sure? Today we see that Jeremiah also had questions about what he thought God was telling him. We continue in Jeremiah chapter 32. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the 10th year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar. The year was 587 BC. King Nebuchadnezzar had already begun his siege of Jerusalem. He would soon break through the walls. In fact, it would happen in the following year. Then he would destroy Jerusalem and the temple. It was evident that the prophets who had predicted peace were wrong and that Jeremiah's predictions were correct. For then the king of Babylon's army besieged Jerusalem and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison, which was in the king of Judah's house. Zedekiah king of Judah had shut him up, saying, Why do you prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And Zedekiah king of Judah shall not escape from the hand of the Chaldeans, but shall surely be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon, and shall speak with him face to face and see him eye to eye. Then he shall lead Zedekiah to Babylon, and there he shall be until I visit him, says the Lord. Though you fight with the Chaldeans, you shall not succeed. Now, in chapter 34, we are told that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, telling him to go to King Zedekiah and prophesy these things. God would deliver Jerusalem to Nebuchadnezzar, and then Zedekiah would speak with him face to face. Nebuchadnezzar would lead Zedekiah to Babylon, where he would ultimately die. Now, King Zedekiah did not like what Jeremiah said, so he arrested him. But as Nebuchadnezzar had laid siege against Jerusalem, it should have been quite obvious that Jeremiah was right and the false prophets who prophesied peace were wrong. Verse six, and Jeremiah said, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, behold, Hanamel, the son of Shalom, your uncle, will come to you, saying, Buy my field, which is Anathoth, for the right of redemption is yours to buy it. Then Hanamel, my uncle's son, came to me in the court of the prison, according to the word of the Lord, and said to me, Please buy my field, that is in Anathoth, which is in the country of Benjamin, For the right of inheritance is yours, and the redemption yours. Buy it for yourself. Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. So I bought the field from Hanamel, the son of my uncle, who was in Anathoth, and weighed out to him the money, 17 shekels of silver. And I signed the deed and sealed it, took witnesses, and weighed the money on the scales." So how did the word of the Lord come to Jeremiah anyway? How did Jeremiah know that God was speaking to him? Here we see that God, Jeremiah, spoke to him, that his cousin would come to him, wanting him to redeem a field in his hometown of Anathoth. Then when Jeremiah's cousin, Hanamel, actually did come, asking Jeremiah to buy the field, Jeremiah knew that this had been the word of the Lord. In other words, it confirmed the word of God to Jeremiah. Now that tells me that Jeremiah wasn't sure until that moment, until Hanumel actually showed up. I can relate to this because there are many times when I sense an impression that I believe may be from the Lord, but I'm not always so sure. Often it isn't until it works out that I know that it was the Lord. Now, if we are unsure, then there's nothing wrong with us going to God and praying and asking him to confirm to us what he is telling us. Do you remember the story of Gideon when God called Gideon to go against the Midianites and Gideon wanted to make sure? So he said, okay, Lord, if it's really you speaking to me, then may the the fleece be uh, dry and the ground be wet. And then may the fleece be wet and the ground be dry. You know, he wanted to make sure that it was the word of the Lord, and that's how he confirmed it. And there's nothing wrong with that if we're asking God honestly. The fact that God already told Jeremiah in advance gave him confidence to move forward with the transaction in purchasing this land. Now, at this point, Jeremiah didn't even know why. He just knew that it was something God wanted him to do. And often this is how God leads us. He doesn't show us everything all at once. He doesn't explain what he's doing. He just prompts us to take a step of faith, not knowing necessarily where it will lead. Now, the village of Anathoth was already under Babylonian control. So this purchase would appear to be foolish. I mean, who would buy a parcel of land that had already come into the enemy's hands? The land was no doubt heavily discounted. But did it make any sense for Jeremiah to buy this, not knowing if the deed would even be worth anything under Babylonian rule? Verse 11. So I took the purchase deed, both that which was sealed according to the law and custom, and that which was open. And I gave the purchase deed to Baruch, the son of Neriah, the son of Messiah, in the presence of Hanamel, my uncle's son, And in the presence of the witnesses who signed the purchase deed before all the Jews who sat in the court of the prison. Now, there were two copies of the deed. One was unsealed and could be examined by any interested party. The other was sealed and would only be opened at the time of taking possession. Then it would be examined to ensure all of the conditions had been met. This is the first time that Baruch is mentioned. He was Jeremiah's scribe and secretary. Then I charged Baruch before them saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, take these deeds, both the purchase deed, which is sealed and this deed, which is open and put them in an earthen vessel that they may last many days. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. So Jeremiah charged Baruch to take both copies of the deed and put in an earthen vessel where they would be stored for many days. Actually, it wouldn't be until about 50 years later when King Cyrus would issue the decree enabling the Babylonian captives to return to Judah. Therefore, the deeds needed to be kept in good condition for a long time. Now, we see why Jeremiah purchased the property is because God told him that houses, fields and vineyards would again be possessed in the land. And although Jeremiah would never see this personally, I mean, he was 55 years old at the time, he purchased the field that others would be able to enjoy later on. Now, that's the essence of faith. It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence or conviction of things not seen. Jeremiah had such conviction that God would bring the people back into the land that he purchased a field at a time when everybody else was selling. This was an action sermon to the people of Jeremiah's day. He was willing to put his money where his mouth was. Even though Jeremiah prophesied the destruction of Jerusalem, he also had hope In the future restoration, the same God that would deliver them over to the king of Babylon would also deliver them out of the Babylonian captivity and bring them back into their land in due time. Now, when I had delivered the purchase deed to Baruch, the son of Neriah, I prayed to the Lord, saying, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There's nothing too hard for you. You show loving kindness to thousands and repay the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, whose name is the Lord of hosts. You are great in counsel and mighty in work for your eyes are open to all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. You have set signs and wonders in the land of Egypt to this day and in Israel and among other men. You have made yourself a name as it is this day. You have brought your people Israel out of the land of Egypt with signs and wonders, with a strong hand and an outstretched arm and with great terror. Now, Jeremiah begins this prayer with much worship. Now, what was on his mind? It seems that after buying the land, he had questions, maybe even second thoughts or doubts. Is it normal for the servants of God to have doubts? Well, John the Baptist had doubts about Jesus when he was stuck in prison and Jesus did not meet his expectations. Peter had doubts after he started walking on the water and then he looked at the wind and the waves. It's natural for the believer to have times of doubt where we don't understand what God is doing or why it's happening. But what do we do with those doubts? You see, Jeremiah did the right thing. He brought them to God in prayer. And he begins his prayer with worship because in this way he could overcome his doubts by focusing on... On God's greatness and his faithfulness to his people and that is important if we have doubts we go to God because as we focus upon God upon his greatness upon his character upon his faithfulness to deliver us from every situation that bolsters our faith verse 22 you have given them this land of which you swore to their fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. And they came in and took possession of it, but they have not obeyed your voice or walked in your law. They have done nothing of all that you commanded them to do. Therefore, you have caused all this calamity to come upon them. And so it was also important that Jeremiah confess the sins of the people, why they were in the situation that they were in. They had Failed to keep the covenant of the Lord. Look, the siege mounds, they have come to the city to take it, and the city has been given into the hand of the Chaldeans who fight against it, because of the sword and famine and pestilence. What you have spoken has happened, there you see it. And you have said to me, O Lord God, Buy the field for money and take witnesses. Yet the city has been given into the hand of the Chaldeans. And so this was Jeremiah's problem is that, Lord, why are you telling me to buy this land when the, the city is obviously being given over to King Nebuchadnezzar? Why would you have me do this? And Jeremiah knew why, and yet it seems that he had second thoughts about the whole thing. And I can relate to that. Have you ever had second thoughts about something that you, you believe was God And you believe that he was answering your prayer. And then it seems that it was confirmed. And then when everything starts going wrong, you start thinking, God, did I miss it? I know that's happened to me. But Jeremiah did the right thing here in that he brought the matter to the Lord. He laid it out before him and he prayed, God, what's up with this? (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Why am I supposed to be doing this and looking for the confirmation from the Lord? And it's so great. We'll see. Tomorrow, how the Lord
1: Answers Jeremiah with the word of confirmation. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at Calvarytv.org. That's Calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941 thevoicecom or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that God will give Jerusalem over to Nebuchadnezzar because the people have provoked him to anger. But later, he will gather his people from all countries into the land and make an everlasting covenant with them. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.